Welcome to Hillhurst United Church, the podcast. We're really glad you're here. Whoever you are, wherever you're at, join us on the journey. I'm showing you a place that I go every day uh, to walk and kick off my day. It's a walk up the hill, and it's a, a chance to, to start my morning. And I, uh, I walk this hill uh, with my dog, but I was thinking back a year ago, as we think about the pandemic starting, I had this great idea. I was going to run up this hill every day. Uh, Monday, I'd run once up to the top, Tuesday, twice, Wednesday, three times, Thursday, four times, etc., until I got to seven, and then I'd do it over again. Ah, I got to Wednesday, and that was it. Isn't that the way it was with COVID? We had so many ideas a year ago about how we were going to get in shape or write a book or learn a language or take a course and we were going to chomp right into this COVID thing. Ah, it didn't get very far for me. But I do walk this every day. Uh, I walk it with uh, Molly and Zachary and Hudson and Mila and Barbara. Those are the dogs, of course. Uh, but, but they're owners I walk with too. I this is a congregation of sorts, this dog park. I don't know if you have a place like that, but I go every day. I walk up this hill every day with people. I go two, maybe three laps. I walk with a guy who's an emergency room doctor at the uh, Foothills Children's Hospital. I walk with a teacher. I walk with a guy from our congregation who's got stage four lung cancer, who's in remission and doing great. I walk with... Uh, guy who runs the Brain Institute at the university. I walk with a guy who's been unemployed all the way through COVID. I walk with a mom who's uh, who used to be in my confirmation class who's having a baby this month. I can't believe how old I'm getting. I also uh, walk with a guy who's a TSN famous dude who talks about sports every day. Every day, different people, different hill. But to climb, to get your heart moving in the morning. I used to uh, have Donald Trump to do that. I don't have that anymore. I don't have a jolt, except this hill. I climb it every day, uh, at least twice, sometimes three laps, and uh, gets me going. Walking is such a cool thing. Helps me get my breath. Takes my breath away. Helps me know I'm alive. Breath is such a important part of life part of life, hey? Somebody set up these great little chairs. This is the congregation chairs here at the top of the hill where we get a nice view of the city, nice uh, open-air church. And sometimes we bring up a beer. Well, it looks like somebody beat me to it. There's an empty here, but anyway, a nice place to sit and uh, look at the city and uh, think about life place to catch your breath. I've been thinking a lot about breath this uh, this week as we have the anniversary of uh, George Floyd's death. We've been reminded of his phrase, I can't breathe, and how uh, he was uh, murdered. And that phrase, I can't breathe, three words, has just been on our lips, hey, all the way through COVID, I can't breathe. Uh, whether we're anxious or worried or afraid, uh, whether it's wearing a mask that, that makes it hard to breathe, I know that. Uh, 
it's been it's been a tough year and i i can't breathe was such a powerful experience in the civil rights movement a year ago we went to marches downtown uh, with masks on uh, early in june to say things have to change in systemic racism to look in the mirror at our own participation in this uh, we developed a bipoc group black indigenous and people of color spirituality in our church we're trying hard to pay attention to our own racism and how it works how it's inbred in us and uh, i really i think that this has been a, a challenging year but it's also been uh, a year of lots of awareness lots of good things even in the difficulty of covid the i can't breathe though has been tough i talked to an icu nurse this week talked about what it's like to watch people uh in their last stages of life and the struggling to breathe and we saw a few weeks ago the people of india looking at uh, canadians and saying we need oxygen uh, so the literal uh, loss of breath or if we look at the conflict in israel and between israel and palestine and it just takes our breath away that this conflict is happening again that peace has been broken there used to be a phrase when i was in nicaragua during a war if you go to a place like that and you're there for a week, you can write a whole book on the story. If you're there for a month, you can write an article. If you're there for a year, you can write a paragraph. That is, it's complicated. Anybody who thinks it's simple is, I think, false. It's complicated, deep-rooted uh, hatred and distrust. And, and we hope that process gets healed again and peace comes. But it's been, I can't breathe. Every time you open your newspaper, I can't breathe what's going on in the world i can't breathe and uh and now that i got a spot at the top of the hill i can breathe a bit better to talk to you uh but that whole breath is such an important part of the religious experience uh you know i think jesus walked a lot they say he walked 21,000 miles 21,000 miles in his 33 year life he only had a three-year job in ministry and he and he walked quite a bit in that time and i think of the lots of stories in the bible of uh, the, the story of uh, the Good Samaritan, the guy on a journey walking down the road. I, my favorite story, the prodigal son. You can see the father running down the road to embrace his son who was lost, who's found, who's come back running down the road. Uh, I think of Jesus walking on water. I don't know how far he walked on water. Um, that's for you to decide. Uh, I think about him um, dancing at a wedding. There, there's a lot of energy in walking in Jesus' ministry. Walking and talking, teaching, walking, talking listening, exploring the world. And, uh, and the Pentecost story, which we heard about last week, is about the spirit, about breath. The word spirit in uh, Hebrew is ruach. In uh, Greek, it's pneuma. And it means breath or wind. And it's essential to our life. And it's no wonder that at the end of Jesus' ministry, they say in John 22, 20, he breathed on his disciple. What does that mean? He breathed on his disciple. He invoked the Spirit to come upon them. A breath and Spirit is part of our Bible. It's right in the first creation story. God breathed life into creation. So God is the breather of life. God is the breath uh, for all of us in life. And what's uh, what's interesting to me as I think about this, sorry, it's a little bit awkward, but that's okay. You don't mind. What can you do? Just uh, watch. Um, you know, and I think about this, and I think about breath. I think about what I've, uh, what I've been, what I've been learning about breath. And it's really fascinating to me that uh, the Hebrew name for God 
it's got a fascinating, fascinating origin. And it comes from the third commandment and uh, the Ten Commandments. You know, there's a thou shalt not take the Lord's name in vain. Now, people think that means you shouldn't say God damn it. That's not what that means, although we probably shouldn't say God damn it. It means that the word vain is vainous. It means futile or emptiness. We should not speak God's name in futility or emptiness. It should be with fullness and with intention. But the word uh, in Hebrew, Yahweh, Y-A-H-W-E-H, Yahweh, in Hebrew, they don't use the vowels. And, and so a good educated Jew would know, just know where to put the vowels in the words. That's, that's how the Hebrew language works. So the name for God is Yahweh. And if the interesting thing about it is you're, you're not, the name of God is so sacred that you're not supposed to say it. You're not supposed to say anything in vain. And so it sounds like this. because you're not supposed to use your tongue or close your lips. And so the name of God is breath, it's, it's breathing. The name of God is, isn't that beautiful? And so the very first breath out of your mouth was God's name. And your very last breath is gonna be, and so from the beginning of your life to the end of your life, you're continually saying God's name, Yahweh. And what's amazing about it is it's democratic. That is that there's no uh, United States way of breathing or American or Canadian or Muslim or French or Buddhist or Hindu or Christian. It's just one way. It's, it's all the same. We all, in humility, have this same breath with our Creator. And we've turned religion into this moral thing where we jump through hoops or believe this doctrine and that doctrine and we separate our understanding of God and we fall in love with our ideas of God instead of falling in love with God and God's self with a sense of surrender and a sense of wonder. And so it's so interesting to me that God's name is breath. And what's so amazing in this is that it's not about your thinking. It's just about your surrender and your openness and your embodiment of the name of God. And this breath is essential to our very life. And we do it without thinking about it. You're doing it right now as you listen to this sermon. It's breathing. It's oneness. And so from the womb to the tomb, we breathe God's name. And in doing so, we are breathing and inviting a relationship with the Creator. So whether you are um, religious or not, you're continually saying the name of God. What I like about this is that we're all in this together, just simply by our breath. And during this COVID time, there's been so much time when our breath has been constricted, when it's been hard to breathe, and what brings us calm, what brings us to the present, what brings us to a centeredness and a groundedness is our breath. And that's why mindful mornings or the contemplative practice or simply during the day, finding space to put your feet in the ground and you're facing a conflict, to close your eyes and to breathe and to catch your breath. You're 
meeting, meeting with someone who you're going to have a challenge with or reading the news that's been too much, turn it off, catch your breath. Breath is God's gift to us and God's connection to us that, that means everyone, no matter what religion, what political stripe, what uh, economic status, what gender, has access to the Creator because it is Yahweh, the breath. A woman who I was speaking about a moment ago talked about how hard it was to be an ICU nurse and a friend got her on to the meditation practice at our church. And she says she goes there daily to learn and to be with others in communities to breathe together. And it's in that that she takes it to her workplace where she finds space during the day to be by herself and to simply breathe. And it's in that breathing that she gets grounded and centered and connected to go into very difficult situations. So here I am at the top of this hill and uh, fortunately I get to go down, which is much uh, easier. It won't be hard on my breath. But I want you to remember that you are as close to God as your breath. And in the breathing, you breathe with the Creator and you breathe with all of creation and all our brothers and sisters, the ones we love, the ones we struggle with. And it is the breath of God that unites us one to the other. So as we move into this Pentecost season of breath and spirit and wind and birth and new birth, we see the earth waking up and the winds moving. May the wind and breath of God come into your body and may you know you are loved, forgiven, set free, and God breathes with you in your inhale and your exhale. And may that give you life, just the life you need for this moment as we journey. Thanks be to God. I'm going to make my way down. I give thanks for the gift of this city and all in it. May God's breath come alive in your living and in mine. Thanks be to God. Amen. Thanks so much for tuning in to Hillhurst United Church, the podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode and are thinking about someone who might enjoy it too, we invite you to send it their way and help the podcast grow. We're really glad you're here and we'd love to know what you thought about today's sermon. Leave us a review in iTunes or send us an email at communications at hillhurstunited.com. We'd love to hear from you.